When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is awkward. Uh, many times in our other podcasts, we've been criticized for not introducing our guest. And once again, we, uh, we, we forgot to tell the audience who our guest is. We're so dumb. We'll get this one day. Yeah. Uh, our guest is uh, Natalie Booz from Business of Balayage. And uh, she's one of the partners. And, you know, she's, she's fantastic. Yeah, she just has some really great information for our industry. So <laughs> I guess... Let's get into it. Yes. But I'd love to take you out sometime. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm with my buddy Tony. What's up, homie? What's up, buddy? So, uh, so today we're gonna do a small talk with uh, somebody that I'm totally fanboying over. Um, you, uh, you kind of, you were reading some articles about her. Yeah, Miss Natalie Booz. I was reading some American Salon articles, and she was talking about um, like top ten signs to uh, know that you're a hairstylist, and it, it was pretty funny. Got a kind of got a kick. I thought our listeners would love it. That's awesome. You want to introduce her? Let's do it, Miss <laughs> Natalie Booz. Thank you very much for uh, joining us on what are we going to call it? Small talk. Small talk. Yeah. You're on small talk, Natalie. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so tell us about this article that uh, that you wrote in uh, American Salon. So I we published this article with them because we wanted to kind of take a funny twist on what the reality of being a hairstylist is because it's not all just hair. It's 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 a certain personality type that you know we find in this industry. So it was fun. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's um yeah, I see a lot of different personality types. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it, right? <laughs> It's everything. So uh, let's go through the list. What's uh, what's number one on the list? So number one on the list is you live fearlessly. Um, I think that this applies to almost every hairstylist out there. That's why you guys take the plunge. Um, it doesn't apply so much in the last like 10 years, but 15 years ago, it was like frowned upon to become a hairstylist. Like, oh, you're going to be a hairstylist. And you Absolutely. guys didn't care. <laughs> you're like, this is my passion. This is what I'm going to do. And you freaking do it, which is amazing. Um, I think hairstylists kind of see, because they're entrepreneurs at their very core, you guys, that's how I relate. Um, you guys are hairstylists. You guys see potential where there's risk. And I think that that's something that we see industry-wide. Absolutely. I love that because, I mean, we're definitely, I'm going to speak for every hairdresser in the country, but, you know, we're definitely uh, passion-based, right? <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what's number two, man? Um, okay, so most of most hairstylists know that in order to play hard, they have to work hard now. Um, so many hairstylists come into the industry and they're ready to throw down, but they also know that if they work hard, 
it's going to allow them to build a career that's going to allow them to have a lot of play and a lot of freedom in the long run. Um, that's the beauty of being able to pick your clientele and choose who you work with um, and, and create goals around who you want to be in the industry. So as long as you're focusing on um, who you want to work with and what feeds your creative freedom, that's what it's all going to be about. I, in the article, I mentioned this quote by Ralph, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. When is if you are used to it, loses if you enjoyed it for a change. And like it, that's what it comes down to is it's your mindset. If you can mentally just be ready to play the game, it will pay off. That's awesome. And it can play off in many, many different avenues. You know, I, I can't think of one other industry that has as many avenues to, um, to, to succeed or to fulfill than, um, than, than being a hairdresser. Yeah. Cause we talked about that, about that before where, you know, there's a, a thousand different avenues you can take in this industry that, that you can succeed at. And, and our podcast has shown a lot of those, right? It's like, it, it's amazing how many, uh, how versatile our guests have been thus far. And um, I don't think anyone's taking the same track. Right. Totally. Right. Well, and there's so many different personalities in the industry. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that, that's true. Beautiful I, I have a bunch of different personalities depending on what clients. <laughs> 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 that's the biggest truth so far, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's how you know you're doing it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> All right. On that note, what's number three, man? Okay, so number three, I think is a really big misconception for people outside the industry. Um, so many people think that hairstylists just see everything that's wrong with like somebody's hair, or even if they're a makeup artist, like seeing, seeing what they're doing wrong with their face. But what it comes down to is hair, hairstylists really see the potential um, that others just don't have the capacity to envision. And I think that that's one of the most rad, beautiful things about this unique set of creatives is you guys aren't seeing the negatives you guys aren't pointing out what was wrong you just see what it could be and I think that that is just a beautiful beautiful thing and a really important thing for people who aren't in the industry to understand about hairstyle that is so well said because there's so many times when you have someone come up to you you know what I mean and they they're asking you the question in a negative way and I'm like I, I don't well, see that. that way. Yeah, right? exactly. That's so totally. so well said. And it's really great said, right? I'm there's many, many times in my career where uh we'll have a guest in and they'll say, Do you ever go to the grocery store and just look at how bad people's hair are? And I honestly I don't I don't see that at all. You know, I, I kinda I mean there's a couple mullets maybe at the carnival or something that I see. Right. But, <laughs> but, <it's> like, <laughs> but who doesn't? Who doesn't see that? You know? Right. But you see the potential. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could get my hands in there, you know? Kind of gives you the confidence. <laughs> from people <laughs> that's great it, and it all comes from a place of wanting to help <laughs> absolutely that's it absolutely uh okay where are we at number five right number four number five number five number five yeah, yeah, yeah. number five yeah, yeah yeah so number five is you're passionate and i always say like hairstylists are passionate to the fullest extent of the meaning you guys are on when you're enjoying what you do you're on fire about it you want to talk about it you want to every piece you want to learn more you want to talk with people whether they're competition or not you guys just are passionate and it's a beautiful beautiful thing when we creatives can can feel that and share that and I think that that is part of what's evolving this industry so constantly is that people are feeding their fashion passions and they're sharing them um, and we don't see that even 
in like the photography market, which is probably the closest thing to the hairstylist market as far as like individual businesses goes, um, you don't see that kind of passion and sharing and flooding for community like we do in this industry, which is so beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, Tony is definitely the victim to my passions. And that is the truth. <laughs> Can we make that his like uh, name, like his role in the business, like victim to Corey's passions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we can. You know, when That's I say community driven, Tony's like, okay. And then, yeah, he's driven. <laughs> That's awesome. I love the analogy that you made that uh, that uh, the closest business to us is photography. I think that's really true. You know, um, I, I see us both as artists and, and, and both as driven. And um, it takes a certain eye, right? It certainly takes a certain eye, but, you know, apparently they're not as crazy and nutty. Well, even with photography, though, I mean, to kind of go back to a couple questions, I don't necessarily know if they have as many paths available to them. Now, I'm completely naive about that world, but um, but that's kind of where I see our space. So there's more than you'd think in photography. Like there's real estate photography, there's editorial, there's private professional, there's headshots, there's so many different areas. There's like avant-garde. So there are many paths, but there's none that are appreciated. And like it comes to mind, there was something really brilliant you said. Actually, it was um, Taylor that said it. He said that he chose this industry because it was one that people needed on a regular basis that was still creative. People need to get their hair cut. That is one of the reasons he chose this industry. People don't need to have their photos taken, which is why hairstyling can go so differently because you have the people who are just doing it because they need to versus the people who are doing it because they feel empowered by it. Um, and I think that that's one of the biggest things that sets them apart too. That's a great point, right? That's pretty awesome. Um, number seven. Number, uh, number six. Six? Yeah, we're at oh, six, I'm man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going ahead of myself. Oh, Tony, that's the uh, second time, man. Are you in a hurry? That's I'm a getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> What's number six? So number six is that you're independent. And that doesn't mean that you're an independent stylist because there are so many different types of stylists in this industry, but you're an independent personality. So most of us start as hairstylists trying to build and find our passions, but hairstylists overall are ambitious and they like try to find the people that feed their passion and that participate in it and encourage it. Um, and you guys don't see as many things as failures. You might get discouraged sometimes, but ultimately you're like the optimum problem solvers. You're constantly being brought new problems and you have fun somehow trying to find the solution. Like what's the formula to this? What's the fix going to be? Um, and you want to experiment and, and do that for yourself, which is so rad. Um, and then on the other side, you can be independent and still support and build that community with other people who are just as on fire. So that's the consistency that I see with hairstylists around us. And I think it's really, really rad. That's really great insight. And I, I think that, that that insight only comes from an outsider, right? Like, I, I think it's really hard to kind of see that while you're, while you're actually in there slaying but, um, totally. but that's great. You know, it's a, uh, as we like to say, uh, in the course of a day, we see very, we see a lot of opportunity for learned opportunities. I messed that up, but you know, <laughs> it's the opportunity for I'm learned used opportunities. To it. I still like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Tony, number seven. <laughs> okay. So number seven is you feel a deep desire to help people. And like, we kind of touched on this earlier, but 
ultimately the one thing that I have felt from every single hairstylist I've ever encountered is that ultimately they want to do this because of the face or expression or feeling that they get from that client that steps out of their chair feeling so damn good about themselves. And like, that's an amazing thing. You constantly get to help people feel better and you get to help people feel empowered. And what other industry has that opportunity more so than you guys? And you guys get to do it on a daily basis. Hundreds of people. It's so rad. Yeah, this is, I mean, I, I know when I see a smile or see my client pumped from, you know, from a haircut that I've given them, it, it, it totally, you know what I mean? It's satisfaction. It totally is. And that's, and you know, just to, just to talk about technology and how it's changed. I mean, it's so great. I mean, there's no hairdresser in the world that doesn't love to get that like next day selfie from the client that you had the night before. Right. And to see that they're happy. I mean, that can make your whole day. I mean, that, that's a two for one special, right? Like that one, you know, color application or haircut can give you a, uh, a uh, two days of a uh, of validation <laughs> and <enjoy>, right. <laughs> I created that, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, they love it!" Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Look how great I am. <laughs> Pat myself on the nervous. back. <laughs> we do that. Come on, man. Whenever you can make someone happy. You know what? If you can't pat yourself on the back when you've made somebody happy, then you can never pat yourself on the back. Let's be clear. No, you've got to be able to. That's what keeps you going. I got to feel good about it. Exactly. Makes you want to do it again. <laughs> uh, what's number eight? So number eight is what I'm, you want to make a name for yourself. And I don't mean that like in the egotistical, like want to become a Kardashian kind of way. Um, if you want to do that, and that's your jam right on. I support you. But the one thing that I do see consistently for hairstylists is especially when you've had some time in the industry, you guys have this like uncontrollable desire to share. And I'm going to kind of out you guys, but we talked for a couple of minutes before doing this podcast. And I heard it like straight out of your mouth that you were, you were wanting to share with this industry. Like you wanted to build this community and that's where the source of this podcast came from was because you had that desire to pass it on. And I think every hairstylist tries to find their own way of doing that. And for us, that was education. For you guys, it was creating this podcast. And I think it's so neat that ultimately, no matter where somebody is in the industry, it always ends with them wanting to share it in some way. That's that. That's the absolute truth about our podcast. And I think that that's the uh, that, that's the truth. Certainly, um, you know, industry wide. You know, yeah, totally. we're totally community driven. Yeah, exactly. Now, now we're going to go and throw in like a commercial for, for our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make you guys feel awkward. I was just trying to tell the truth. <laughs> I heard you guys say it and I was like, I'm going to point that out later. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome that you you actually you saw that in our conversation or you see that in us. You know, that, that's exactly, uh, you know, what, what our point we were trying to, you know, when we were putting this thing together to make. Sure. It's know? definitely our drive, right? Yeah. You know? Totally. And if this is your guys' first snippet listening, go for it. <laughs> uh, number right. nine. Number nine. Okay, number nine, you possess an incredible work ethic. Um, and I think this applies really to the hairstylists who make it past a year. So there are always a few hairstylists that get in here. It's not them the instant money that they had hoped for and they drop off. But the ones who stick out, those people are the ones with the most incredible work ethic. I wish that I could steal half of my educators, half of our team's educators, 
um, to be like my assistants just so I can work with them every day because they're hustlers. You guys are all such hustlers and you know what it takes to build your business and build your career. And that's not something that you find in normal industry. There aren't, there isn't such a challenge. You usually have the people that clock in and clock out. You guys don't really have that. You guys have hustlers at every level of our industry, which is, I'm so grateful to be a part of. It's amazing. Well, you know what? I think I think this is actually related to uh, you know what we talked about a couple of minutes ago, and that's like we get the opportunity to make people's day, and not to be corny or cheesy or not, but you know it's so easy to get through t- a ten-hour day when you're seeing ten heads that um that you potentially can make their day. You know? That's corny. <laughs> it's, it's corny, but it's corny. delicious corn. Okay, it, it, you're right. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's true though. You know, the, the, the second cheese. the second you don't see those as opportunities is when you know you're going to sit in the back room and complain about the people that do. Oh, totally. I mean, I would. Yeah, if I'm stuck in front of a computer screen all day, uh, I think that would drive me crazy. It definitely would. There's no way I could do it. You right. Know, this once again, and this this has come up a thousand times on the podcast thus far, is that you know this industry has saved more more people than I, I know of any other industry, really. Yeah, I remember when uh, you know, when I designing uh, this educational program, uh, cutting program, and, you know, going into these different salons. I was working seven days a week, but it didn't feel like I was working seven days a week. I was totally, you know, all in and doing it. And it, I loved it. It just, it was who I was, you know right. what I mean? And, so, and again, I think that that kind of goes with the, the point earlier. Like it's an independent, you know, mindset, right. but it's an independent for something. There's, there, there's definitely some kind of purpose there, you yeah. know? So, um, that's pretty cool. And, you know, that. even that's even that same purpose, we get the opportunity, you know, again, 10 times a day to make a difference, you know, right. and, and it's never the same. Like in that same computer, you're, you're hitting the same six keys, you know, over and over and over again. And, and, you know, we get the opportunity every, you know, half hour, hour, hour and a half to uh, to, you know, once again, have a new challenge and to have a new uh, success rate. Right. Totally. Also, they're professional problem solvers. That's it, man. Uh, so awesome. Last but not least. Last but not least, number Last 10. Last but not least, number 10. So number 10 is you know that creativity is not a hobby, but a business tactic. So many people think that like thinking outside the box is the decision that you have to make um, when you're feeling stuck. But the reality is, is that for hairstylists, that is part of your business. You are constantly thinking of where you're going and who you're working with and how you can create something new for your clients. Um, and that's kind of constant growth is super infrequent. Like you're not going to see that everywhere. And it's really neat to see how hairstylists, depending on the type, because there's so many different types of hairstylists, find their inspiration from the outside world. Like I've seen some of like my Vivids educators take stuff from Pinterest, beautiful things they saw on Pinterest, and they translate those colors onto their client's head. Like what other way do you get to so bizarrely combine two platforms absolutely you know that's that once again i think that that, that, that's really hard to see as a hairdresser but you know again i'm giving you credit actually natalie for being an outside looker looking in because you know i think it's really hard to kind of that you know from you know from from behind the chair you know from literally behind the chair i think it's kind of hard to um to kind of position us like that but um well she was outside looking in three four years ago now she's she's definitely an insider she's told yeah you know but uh Oh, I'll take it. I don't care. (laughs) I I, I have a very, um, I'm super grateful for the perspective that I get to have. I get to be a part of the industry while not being in it, I guess. Right. Um, And I, it's beautiful. 
Yeah, it is beautiful because <laughs> you, you see something that that you know maybe we we didn't see, and then you know you get to come and jump in and and you know be a part of it, and you share that. So you know that insight. So with us and to to show us how really blessed we are to be able to do all these things and have all these things, and they take it for granted. And some of it, you know, some people don't necessarily see it at all, or you know, it's just no, absolutely eye opening. I, I I think I think it's. I think she's in a really great position because her perspective gives us perspective. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that, 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 I think that's outstanding. Right. Yeah, and like, and, like, and she also gets to write an American salon. About I do. Story. I get to write an American salon. Well, I yeah. think that, I think that where, cause I came into the business of balayage or we came into the industry as the business of balayage. Um, with the goal of meeting hairstylists and helping build them and, the business side was kind of a byproduct. Um, my degree is in tech startups. Like that's technically what my degree is in. Um, and hairstylists were coming to classes and asking questions about how to build their business. And so many hairstylists weren't given knowledge on how to run a business. You can go through cosmetology school, walk away and have no idea what to do with it. Um, which I think is why a lot of people fall out. And we felt responsible for sharing what we've learned um, in that like an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur, no matter the industry. So that's why I wanted to share these things because they are, they translate to every level of our industry, no matter who you are, you could be a single person or you could be a salon owner, you could be an education owner or a product manufacturer. Um, No matter what the rules of business are the rules of business. That's good. The rules of business are the rules of business. I love that. Yep. Natalie, <laughs> thank you for bringing it to our industry. <laughs> thank you for giving us that perspective. Natalie, thank you very much. Thank you for uh, joining us on your day off. And also, thank you for joining us on our small talk segment. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Please do me you. Show-